Hello and welcome to the Pursuing Progress podcast episode 64, where you have honest conversations to help us fall forward. And can, and we continue in our Purpose Driven Life series, looking on to day 29, where it's talking about accepting your assignment or I think created for a purpose. And, you know, it, the whole thing about purpose is really, you know, in, in the title. So <laughs> it's all about purpose. And, and the way that it's written for this kind of daily reflection is very kind of church based and very kind of writing for a Christian. But I think the kind of bigger picture of it all is kind of thinking around, you know, everything that's created, everything that's made, you know, by man or whatnot is, is created for a particular purpose. Like we have, you know, what carpenters or, you know, making, making tables for the purpose of it being a table. And, um, it's kind of straightforward from that. And, and so, you know, when in Christian beliefs, we believe that God created us for a particular purpose and that's to, to serve him, to, um, to minister to people and to, to glorify his name. And so the whole thing about glorifying his name is just kind of pointing people towards, towards God. And so you'll, you'll see a lot of, um, Christian, whether it's like athletes or spokesmen or, or preachers kind of want you to, you know, they'll, they'll try and, um, they'll, <laughs> they'll be constantly using language like, Hey, like praise God for this opportunity. I thank God for this opportunity. And, and so that's the, um, way of, you know, drawing your attention to, to God and not, not to themselves. Um, you see players like Kaka, uh, Ricardo Kaka, who, you know, um, with his, you know, I play for Jesus kind of shirt and, um, you know, people who want to, who score goals and, and point up to the sky. Um, so that's, you know, that's the kind of notion that, um, Christians are playing at. And, um, like that's not the best picture, but it's just kind of like, that's, those little things and those little ways and those little, um, you know, those little things that you do, um, to, you know, bring someone's attention to, to God instead of yourself is, is one of the, one of those things. And one of those kind of ways that you kind of accept your assignment, like your, like a mission impossible kind of thing, you know, um, whether or not you choose to accept it, you do. <laughs> and, and so we are all, like, uh, like it is a cliche of saying everyone's unique and everyone's different. And, but you know, in, in a way, like it is true. We all have something kind of unique to actually offer the world and contribute to life in our communities and, and in the lives of other people. Um, cause there's never going to be another you, um, like, you know, exactly as, as you are, like everyone's going to have their own different quirks and differences and, um, way that they've been brought, brought up and the way that they see the world and the way that they interact with other people is going to be different and, and unique, um, to, to any, anyone else. And, and so we don't, and so even like from that, like, we don't want to, like, we've got to make sure we don't get into the trap of wanting to fully imitate anyone else's life or, or their lifestyle. Cause I think that just leads to a lot of frustration and, um, kind of like incompleteness cause you're not living to who you are and, and you know, where your strengths are and, and whatnot. And so, you know, we have all these kind of figureheads that we kind of look up to in terms of like, you know, their achievements and the things that they're able to accomplish. We think of, you know, the Zuckerbergs, the Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and Tim Cook and, um, Elon Musk and, and what they're able to do for the world. And, 
you know, even Elon Musk himself said, like, you wouldn't want to be me. Um, like, given how hard he actually works and all the meetings he has to go through and all the kind of things he has to deal with, like, outside of work and, and you know, family and, you know, like, he's constantly in the public eye when it comes to, like, investments and, and things like that. Like, his, his schedule is, is jam-packed. Um, and, you know, you, you don't, like sometimes you want to be like athletes and, and earning millions of dollars, but with that comes so much kind of, you know, pressure to perform and, and, you know, critics in your ears and, and articles written about you and you lose your privacy and, and all these different things. And, um, you know, they find and grow and find their way to kind of deal with it and, and, you know, kind of thrive in that. And just the same with our, our own situation. Like when not all of us are going to be in the public eye, otherwise, you know, the, new cycle won't be able to cover everybody's life um and so like in a way it's a good thing that not everyone's a celebrity um because it would be a chaotic world and and so you know there's lives of private citizens and you 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 know make your own unique contributions even though it probably doesn't get as much attention as you know celebrities would and and you know the whole thing about like the money they receive and that they get paid for their contributions, their ads, their movies, their, you know, the kind of cameos that they do like, like that, that kind of, those kind of figures are, are quite luring and, and something that definitely we'd like to achieve. Like I'd love to, you know, get millions of dollars for like a 10 second ad during the Super Bowl. <laughs> like that's, um, that's kind of an incredible thing to be able to do. Um, but that's not our contribution to the world. Um, and so, you know, there are ways that we can, you know, make more meaningful impacts in the lives of others than being on, on the big screen or in the public eye. And, and usually when things are done behind the scenes and, and silence, like that's where the true impact actually occurs because when, you know, when things happen in the public eye, it's so kind of edited and, and produced and, um, and, and whatnot. And so what, you know, what you see in the public eye actually doesn't, you know, reflect reality. Like we, we see videos of people, you know, taking care of like homeless people and going viral or um, celebrities doing whatever. And, you know, it's just not the complete picture. And, and so, you know, for the little things that you can do, you know, in your community, like that's, um, you know, that in itself, like is something that, you know, you're doing, um, and no one can kind of take that away from you. Um, maybe the newspaper and the local newspaper might cover it and, and miss a few details, but like, you know, it's, you know, the truth of it. And, um, and that's something that can't be taken away. And, and that's, um, I think something a bit more special, um, uh, like it can't get taken out of context and it can't get, um, you know, like you're, you're behind it all. And so like that way, like it can't be denied. And, and yeah, like that, you know, the rewards and the, like, you know, the goodness that you, you've done, the good deeds that you've done, um, yeah, can, can be yours to kind of take ownership of, uh, which is good. And so the book kind of goes on to call about, you know, you're, you know, you're saved to, to serve God and you're called to, to serve God. And that's kind of your life's calling. Um, and so there's this 
there's this word that gets thrown around amongst kind of Christian circles about like, this is your ministry. And so it's not always just going to be the preacher. It's like, cause every, everyone in church was a preacher. It would just be chaotic. There's too many egos, too many voices, too many, whatever. Um, and it takes a lot of like training and studying to, to become one. And, you know, there would just be in this massive gap. And so, you know, not everyone's called to be like the, the main leader or the kind of face of the, of the company or a church or, or whatnot. And so it is just this journey of figuring out, you know, the strengths that you have and, and, you know, in, in Christian kind of framework is, you know, <laughs> the gifts that God's blessed you with, or, um, that is you know, gifted you with, you know, by his grace. And, and, you know, when, when you take a bunch of like random, like you take a random sample of people anywhere from any suburb, which is, you know, kind of what a church is just this random sample of people that kind of, um, yeah, by, by way of, you know, randomness because come together in a building once a week. And, and you'll see that there's so many different, people, different backgrounds, different strengths, different gifts and different, um, ways that, um, they're wired, you know, in, um, you know, in my own church, there's just, you know, there's, there's doctors, there's lawyers, there's dentists, there's, um, you know, there's architects, there's marketers, there's salesmen, there's, you know, there's me, the exercise physiologist, there's physios, there's, um, the students, there's, there's kids, there's retirees, there's volunteers, there's all these sorts of people with all sorts of different, um, gifts that are unique to each other. And, and that's what kind of makes life in a community together kind of exciting. Um, cause you can kind of learn from, from different areas and, um, you know, there'll, there'll be moments in life when you need help from a particular like profession or whatnot, you know, you get sick and, you know, you have a community full of doctors <laughs> and, and so, um, yeah, it's kind of good to refer to that. And sometimes you might need help with a bit of like financial work or maybe a bit of plumbing work and, you know, you can go help them. Like those people can help you. And, um, and yeah, you just kind of build this kind of nice community that way. And, and, you know, the whole kind of foundation of trust and, and relationship from the church kind of grows that way. And, you know, the more you kind of help and, and serve other people, the, the stronger that community gets. Uh, and you know, it, you know, because life is so random, so complicated and there's so many things to do at the one time, um, we like, we need to be in a community where we can call on each other. Like we, like in the same way that we need friends to, to, to rely on, to talk to, and to, you know, sound things off and, and get advice from like being in that community is, is so, so important to, to do life well. Um, and then, you know, and to you know, fulfill your duty or to do your calling to serve the people around you. Um, and, and yeah, like, you know, you're, you just happen to be in a building full of all these different people, all these different stories and, and backgrounds. And, you know, once a week you're all there, you know, under the one roof, um, or maybe online, <laughs> um, nowadays, but, you know, back in the day where you could just, you know, be in person on the same roof. Um, yeah, there's just this wonderful opportunity to be able to, you know, use whatever gifts you have to, to help, um, someone else in a, in, in their life and, and what they're facing and the difficulties that they're struggling with. Um, because, you know, 
there's this, you know, when you go through things and, and experiences of, of life, you, you know, hopefully you do learn the lessons and hopefully you can kind of remember those lessons and pass them on to, to, you know, the younger, younger people of the community. And, and so that they don't have to kind of go through the ickiness and kind of messiness of that situation. And they can kind of gain a bit of wisdom so that they don't have to repeat those mistakes. And yeah, like prevention is always better than a cure. And so if you can help someone prevent themselves from making a particular mistake where they, you know, when they're transitioning, you know, from, from high school to uni or when they're in the relationship or if they're dealing with like conflict in, in a marriage or, or, you know, conflict and drama at work and yeah, like it will just help them navigate life a bit better. And, um, they will definitely kind of thank you for that. And, and yeah, like it's something that's not unique to, to churches and, um, like you'll see that in any kind of community group and, you know, where you're, um, united by a particular purpose or a particular belief or, or value. Um, and you can also just additionally bring, um, you know, your, your gifts to kind of benefit the community and, and, you know, it feel, it just gives you this sense of purpose because you mean, you've been given this you know, particular set of skills <laughs> and, and for you to be able to use that and grow that and to develop that, like that is such a purposeful way to go about life. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is like a moment of realization for me as well. Um, yeah, interesting. Cause I, I think it's, yeah, it's just been a really struff, struff, <laughs> tough struggle for me. Uh, at the moment, because it's just realizing, you know, like trying to figure out what, you know, what I'm good at, what I'm passionate about and what I actually want to, how I can actually use my quote unquote gifts or strengths, whatever they are in, in whatever capacity it. Um, yeah, like I, I don't think I've got that figured out yet. Um, and so when I think about doing like a PhD or something like because my why and and is not going to be aligned with my strengths and, and gifts, like it's not. If they're not aligned, it's probably not the best reason to, to do a PhD. So I'm going to, um, yeah, like I've been talked out of it. And so I'll probably put that on the back burner and, and going to pursue some different route routes, routes. And, and so really need to do a bit of soul searching and to, and to really figure out, you know, what it is that I'm passionate about and, and kind of go with that and, and see what doors are open and maybe just talk to the right person at the right time and, and hopefully, yeah, like find something to be able to, you know, develop and, and sharpen those, those gifts and, and strengths that I have. Um, so yeah, that will, that will be my life excitement for the next, however long, um, maybe could take a few months or maybe take a few years to, to, to kind of get there, but hopefully you're making the right steps to, to get there. And, and hopefully I can find a bit of contentment, <laughs> um, in, in, in this kind of pursuit of progress and, and, you know, finding, finding a job that I actually enjoy and kind of plays to my strengths, uh, which will be exciting, which will be an exciting journey, um, to, to, to get to. Um, and, and I suppose, um, I guess I'll move on to the last point or what this, um, reflections about, about like, yeah, it's underlined like preparing for eternity and for Christians, we believe, you know, there is a day that's coming, you know, whenever it's called the judgment day or, or the last day where, um, you know, God will come and 
judge every single living being for uh, for what they've done and um, see the you know worthy to go into heaven or not. Um, I know that's a very short paraphrase of what's going to happen. It's it's very detailed theologically, but um, but I think the whole notion of being held to account for all the things that you do um, is is really important um, to I think have as a concept. So I think it forces you to be more mindful and be more attentional about all the things that you you do, the things that things that you say and, and, and think as well. Um, and you know, the ways that you've used your gifts or, or strengths, um, whether it's in a, you know, serving and, and ministering way, or whether it's using a kind of selfish and, um, you know, ways to kind of advance yourself and, um, yeah. And when you like kind of don't look out for, you know, other people and, and you, you know, you treat other people poorly, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so it, I think a lot of our actions, um, really do need accountability. So we, we do make better ones. Uh, I think when there's no accountability or there's no consequence for something that we do, like we are just not going to be as intentional and we'll just make those terrible choices and, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll let it slide and, um, you know, there might be a lot of hurt and, and pain to, to go with it, but, um, you know, I think, yeah, when there's accountability for, for actions and if you're willing to take responsibility for it, like that's, that's when growth occurs and, and you're able to make more mature choices instead of acting on, upon your emotions or the first instinct that you have. And, um, without, you know, taking the time to actually think it through and, and consider all the different um, perspectives and, and sides and, um, all the, you know, and, you know, you'll, you'll be seen as someone who's just really childlike and really kind of emotionally driven and with a terrible, ungrateful attitude and, um, all, all the kind of ugly characteristics, um, will, will, will come through. Um, and, you know, you don't want to get to this point where you're like, 40, you know, in your forties or fifties, but still kind of thinking like a child and, um, and, you know, having the same mannerisms as a child, you know, throwing tantrums and, um, I don't know, like I, I was just in a cafe today and just like, I don't know, like the ways that people find things to kind of complain about, like, you know, the... <laughs> I don't know, like one of the customers was just like arguing like with the staff about where they placed the kind of COVID sign in sheet and just like that does not matter. And uh like that like that's not a good use of time. It's not a good use of the the staff's time because it was it was a packed cafe and so they needed to be on board and, you know, take orders and um, you know, take all the you know, food out to, to the main customers. And, and the thing is like thousands and thousands of people have probably, you know, come and gone through this, um, to this cafe doing the sign in, like, you know, like with no complaints and, and they're fine. And then, but just this one person who just had this issue with like, Oh, it's so out of the way. And, uh, anyway, um, it's just, I don't know. You, you just, choose to worry about things that, that matter and, 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 you know, <laughs> like use your time productively. There's so much you can do, you know, to benefit the community and society, but you know, you choose 
your time to, I don't know, make an argument about nothing that no one really cares about is just not helpful. Um, so don't be like, don't be like that person. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's not, um, yeah. So it's not something that's like set in stone in, in terms of like how, how you can use your gifts. Like, so like in a, you know, church kind of setting, like, you know, there's all these kind of concrete things or concrete ways that you can quote unquote serve. Like you can, you know, fiddle with the sound system or well, not fiddle, but like, you know, turn it on when they tell you to, um, you can do the slide presentation. You can, you know, get up to, you know, say a prayer or do the Bible reading or you can do some welcoming. You can do, um, you know, admin sign, sign in sheet and, you know, track all the COVID tracing stuff and, um, you know, all the, all the stuff that people can see, um, you know, usually are the ones that, you know, um, people want to kind of go for, but I think there's just this opportunity to kind of be creative with it. And like, when you work out what your gifts are, whether it's in like writing or drawing or, um, or talking or listening or, or, or whatever it is, or, you know, your, your social abilities or pe- your ability to bring people together, like that could be used in so many creative ways that are outside of the kind of traditional service that will actually be a great benefit to that community. And so, um, yeah, if you think like, uh, like outside of that in your gym community, like you can, yeah like get creative with it, you know, talk to the owners or founders and, and see if there's any ways that you can, I don't know, make the gym experience a bit better, uh, whether it's to help, you know, paint the walls or, um, help with like a working bee to help clean it up. And, um, like if you're, if you're into that or, you know, think about, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to improve a gym. Um, it's probably a bad example, but yeah, like, you know, looking around your neighbors and see what they need help with and, um, you know, whether they're, you know, they're going through a rough time, you know, whether they're in hospital or family members are, um, really ill, like, you know, being willing to help them out with watering the garden or, you know, whatever it is, or taking their bins out or whatnot. Um, you know, that, yeah, when your your gift and, and your strength is, you know, empathy and, and kindness and compassion, like, you know, that does wonders for someone who's going through a difficult time. And and not everyone's like that. Not everyone's wired that way. Um, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I could give a rat's butt about like what the neighbors are going through. Um, like, cause we don't know them and yeah, like, I don't know, like, are they going to do the same for us? And I know that's a very selfish way to, to kind of see things, but I know, like my, my mom's just very compassionate and, and, you know, and she has her own like leg pains and, and, you know, back pain, but, you know, she goes out of a way to, you know, to help someone out who's, you know, quote unquote more in need. And, and, you know, that, that does wonders, um, for, you know, building a relationship with, with them and, um, yeah, definitely something I can, I can learn and, and grow in, but, um, yeah, but it just comes naturally to, to someone like my mom and, you know, not everyone's like that. And even, but like, we need people like that. <laughs> um, and so that, yeah, we're not continually like living selfishly and, in, in our in own little boxes in, in our, within our four walls and, you know, just, 
need to open up our world a little bit and broaden our horizons and um, people like that make that happen and like that's that's amazing thing and it's not something that costs any money it's not something that you need to particularly work on but like if you're gifted in those areas like find ways to to do that um, and you know you'll you'll see like your community grow um, even though those little actions may seem like insignificant at the one time but over time it it just kind of builds up and um and so yeah like we can't rush the results of building community um, it takes time and, and doing those little things you know week to week and um and just you know turning up as well um and and you'll see such a big difference in that um but um you know we're a bunch of bunch of people put together in a particular community with all our unique ways to you know benefit the community and and things to contribute and and so be be courageous and don't be afraid to you know seek seek for ways to to use your particular abilities um because no one's gonna be able to do it like you um ever <laughs> and so um you're a gift and you know be a gift for someone else um yeah i hope that's been helpful if you've listened to um me for these 25 minutes thank you so much for listening appreciate each and every one of you and um hope you're keeping happy and healthy uh during these times and keeping safe as well and um love and peace to you all as i see you in the next episode bye